You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Smash After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Smash After Show. Hey, everybody, Bing is for doing. And we are doing another After Buzz of Smash. It is Season 1, Episode 10. I am Tamara Berg. I am joined in studio by Kendra Cabasal and Sarah Mendoza. Hello. We have Ronnie Jr. in the booth, and we have a secret spy on the sofa who's (laughs) pretending not to be here, who's a friend, and that's Anthony. So, hi, Anthony. Hi, Anthony. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... We were uh, not the most supportive and in love with last week's episode, and um, we th- we liked this this week's episode much better. Yes, is that? Yes. Uh, do we have a consensus with yes. that? We had smiles this week. Okay, we good. enjoyed we this episode. Phew. We had belly I'm laughter. I, we did. There was a fair amount. Oh, hi, 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 hi. You need me to move? <laughs> hi, hi. Do we forget to exchange the cameras? Okay, I'm wearing my cute T-shirt tonight, so make sure you get me all in the camera. You look great tonight. Oh, Annie. thank you. I think we all look oh. great. I love this. Oh, I love thank this. you. Really Channeling my inner hippie. It's fancy. <laughs> it's very fancy. Okay, so let's get right into it. We've got first of all, I want to talk about Dev and Karen. They're they're beginning the breaking of my heart, which I've been anticipating yeah. for weeks now. Dev drama, it's dev drama starting. So okay, the, actually, I was writing notes, and so I kind of missed something in the beginning that was critical. And since I was running <laughs> the remote, I should have just run it back, but I didn't. Um, so did he get not offered a job, or did he get offered a job? There was th- when RJ came into his office and said, "Have you told Karen what's going on? What what were they talking about? Weren't they talking about from last?" Episode. Oh, the press. The okay. When he tried to, you know, sabotage the other guy, it didn't work out. So things yeah. fell. Through. Okay, so it was just about him not getting that job. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think possibly looking into opportunities elsewhere. Got it. Got it. Which yeah, we talked about in the end. Which I'm, I'm not buying, but <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a second. So. So Devin RJ, she touches him. She touched him. Oh, that was violation. I was like, can. Anyway, you know how I feel rude. about RJ, right? The first right? thing I thought was rude. No, tell us. How you how do you feel about RJ? Because <laughs> well, I know, but you must not everybody heard, might not know. Yeah, not everyone heard me say it you know, to the TV. No, really? But doesn't she have some grocery shopping to go do? She's always <laughs> available 
to Deb. She is terribly and available. She needs to not be so available. She's yeah, got a major it. crush. It's so obvious. And didn't yeah. she look really pretty today? She looks pretty every episode. I That's know. why it's so dangerous. I know. Fresh easy, from the dry bar. She's obvious, like, easy access. She I know, right. <laughs> How's it going? Right. And don't tell me that yeah. Dev doesn't know. It's Dev knows that yeah. this girl's yeah. into him. Of course. And he's yeah. entertaining it. Why go to he a is. bar with her after your work shift? Ugh. You know, like like they said, like why don't you just call him on the phone? Same deal. Mm-hmm. It is the same yeah. deal. If it's about business, give him a call. You don't she, have to meet them afterwards. Mm-hmm. She'd probably Skype him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like FaceTime. I have to, yeah, I have to see you. But, you know... Are we, we're talking about them, right? Yes, we're, we are. We're staying, we're living yes, in this Yes, we are. Moment. We're okay. not moving yet. Um, Something in my I head, think Dev is subconsciously <laughs> sabotaging his relationship because of his probably subconscious desire for her. For uh, RJ? Okay. Yeah. He, I feel like every conversation he has with Karen, she, they always each have problems, but he always says, no, you go first. And then we end up not hearing his problem or, or she volunteers her own problem. Like, doesn't really give him any say mm-hmm. or he keeps it in or I don't know what it is but. I feel like he tries to be too strong with Karen like he doesn't want to show any weaknesses which is why he doesn't share the fact that he's worried about what's going on so who does he run to if he can't share it with Karen because he wants to appear strong he goes to RJ because he works with her they're going through the same thing they understand the business and the, the politics you know the other thing that I've noticed that's different about him is that in the beginning a few episodes the first four or five episodes or so he would just go on and on about how talented she was and how amazing she was and how she mm-hmm. was just destined to be a star and was constantly building her up and he hasn't been doing that so much. So I wonder if, you know, which 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 is which? Is yeah. he is he trying to create resentment in their relationship or is he just not feeling that way about her anymore? And so the things like the the kindnesses to her and the opportunities with RJ are coming up more. I mean he, he did say she was a sight for sore eyes when she came in. That's true. Office, and that seemed genuine. Um, well, she yes. is. I mean, she's gorgeous. But, yes. but I mean, in terms of, you know, yeah. just, he was happy to see her. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, honestly, I think they're just so involved in their own worlds right now because they both got a lot going on. Yes. It's hard to, you know, deal with all the stuff you're dealing with and what your significant other is dealing with at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than then making it just such a like they're dumping all this stuff on each other maybe he's got his person on the side he's venting to and then Karen has you know her chorus chorus friends who she's right. venting to right um, which is great but then now it's causing the disconnect between right. two of them mm-hmm. yes it is well and his holding back of information I think mm-hmm. is creating a divide because mm-hmm. she's not up to speed with what's going on in his life right and so how can she be supportive when she doesn't even know what's going on yeah. right but, but then he has accused her or he found out from her that she was withholding information from him when she talked about oh, with, him being sexually Derek. harassed by Derek yeah Right? Oh, wait. Oh, it was Derek. I thought she was talking about the guy at the table. No, no, no. no. no she was talking Derek. about Derek. Um, so Hence the fight. Exactly. Yeah, at the end between the two of them. Okay. I thought that was just because he, like, what are you doing at my house? <laughs> Which, wow, that's a big reaction. So. That must have seemed really weird <laughs> no, to you. No, because. Oh, no. Why, yeah. Why are you showing up at my house? Yeah. yeah but, but so now, you know, there's a little extra. He was in to a it. hot spot anyway. He was just like. You know, aggravated and about what, life. What is right. Derek doing? Honestly, he just shows up at her house all the time. <laughs> nobody has phones. Nobody, nobody has phones nobody has in the phones, show. Really. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Like... No cell coverage in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. Total dead zone. 
<laughs> no, yeah, silly. Well, you know, it's not so interesting for us to watch people talking on the phone. <laughs> That's so true. I suppose we should, should we should just give them that one. Derek's got a crush on Karen, though. Right. He so, does. Okay, so wh- I, I need to talk about this because I actually stopped the stopped the show while we were watching. And Derek, okay, so <laughs> we bring Karen in as the understudy. She's understudying Marilyn and, and playing the role for a couple of days until Uma, a.k.a. Rebecca Duvall, comes in from Cuba. Um, and sorry, it just reminded me of something hysterical, which I will email to you. I'll tweet it. Okay, just don't worry. <laughs> it's, it's it's so off topic. It's a million miles off topic. But anyway, um, she's writing it down so she can send it. That is. That is. I'll send it to you. Hilarious. Okay, so Derek. They put her. They put Karen in the show as Marilyn, and then he's really nasty to her, right? Yeah. Yelling at her, like screaming usual. at her, mm-hmm. and right, like usual. <laughs> then he talks to Ivy. Ivy says, "You need to be sweet to her." Okay, so Miss Psychologist, who you're always bringing in the psychological element. So, what do you think? Do you think Ivy is is messing with the whole situation? Is is pulling strings and being a puppet master behind yeah. the scenes? Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, and she sort of admits to it too. Yeah. But what? What? Why does making Derek feel like he needs to be kind and baby Karen benefit Ivy? I think because once she she thinks once she slips in as Marilyn, it'll benefit her. He'll continue to treat Marilyn as this kind. I you know he'll continue to baby. I that I mean that's my analysis. I think that <laughs> no, she's no, just I, putting I, I hear her, you. I'm just I'm just trying to imagine. I mean, she's trying to she's pulling out all she's the doing anything she can. Yeah, she's yeah. desperate. I wasn't she, rolling my eyes at your theory. I was, just, <laughs> I was rolling my eyes at Derek. Please, I don't think oh. I hope that you didn't think that. No, oh, no, no. I was just rolling my eyes at, at Derek and Ivy going, oh, my God, they're just so ridiculous. Yeah, um, she's desperate, though. Well, I think Ivy's yeah. just that's getting that's back on his team. So she's not going to put any pressure she's not going to go against him in their decision she's actually going to go along with it so that Derek feels comfortable mm-hmm. with her again and feels like oh maybe uh, I can work with okay. I- or Ivy maybe she can be you know an, at least an understudy since she's been so cooperative this whole time right right that's what I thought she was trying to do is just like put the idea in his head that She's I'm a team not, player. Yeah, she's not always going to be, you know, the pouty one it, causing and, up, causing the drama. And, yeah. and Ivy has some has some explaining to do and some some apologizing for mm-hmm. her behavior in the last right? episode. You know, so perhaps being being nice and not rocking the boat is a really smart mm-hmm. thing to do. But this tactic may backfire. Well, it appears that it already yeah, has. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, mm-hmm. he already has locked in right. <laughs> Karen as the vision of Marilyn. Right. It actually so helps be Karen because that's what Karen needs is she needs someone to you know help her through be nice to her that's actually what she needed not somebody yelling at her the whole time yeah. like Derek had been. right so it works great for her yeah. even Oops. she was surprised she was like hello she's right. like oh okay. maybe he does believe in me so that scene where she she pops in and out of being Marilyn in Derek's head that, we were all like yelling at the TV, right? Are, were we all confused or was I just was enjoying it? Like, was I, he hallucinating? Like, that was just that was the thing. Was he yeah. hallucinating? Was he not? And I think I have to say, I think that's one of the things that is. I, I had a long conversation with a friend of mine who's a writer yesterday about this show, and he doesn't like it because 
of them breaking the fourth. He was in the theater um, in, on Broadway, mm-hmm. and and he has since become a writer. And he was really critical of the fact that they break the fourth wall in this, meaning that the singers you know spontaneously break into song like in a musical but it's on tv mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it's it's sort of mixing of genres and right i see you. and then i forgot what i was going to say next oh, no, no. <laughs> i wish we could rewind <laughs> i know <laughs> oh no what were we what? talking about we were Your talking about as a writer was... no 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 what part of the show were we just talking about oh, the, oh uh, when she turned Derek, into when he turned, when he has this yeah. hallucination yeah. that's one of the things that i think is kind of troublesome about about smash is that there are times when we don't know w- where we are and and it becomes disorienting mm. i know with some shows writers do that to go kind of keep your audience off get off balance and kind of guessing a little bit and make them surprised in in smash i think it ends up being disorienting and confusing and mm-hmm. i think that's a really bad road to go down mm-hmm. so Be- like we were just saying a we, song happens on all the different facets like and levels it happens within the play it happens in you know the characters' daily lives, right? For no reason, right? <laughs> or maybe it does have to do with the right. with the plot. So you're right; it can be disorienting because it kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes. Yeah, it's pulling from different places. And I think it just I think it makes the audience feel very uncomfortable at, with with the show because because we need to be anchored with something so that we can go with you on the ride. And when there's no anchor, it just it just feels. It's crazy and to us sometimes implausible, um, um, <laughs> implausible and I'm ridiculous. Plausible. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that that part. I didn't find any. What did you like about it? I mean, I thought it was pretty straightforward. You know, I think he was watching and then remembering what Ivy had told him in terms of advice. Okay. And, and, and we saw that transition. We saw him kind of lock into, oh, wait, let me, you know, be nice to her and kind of give this a chance. Even though you know Ivy is doing it and with ulterior motives, um, mm-hmm. I think I think he was just paying attention. But he looked very he looked shocked himself, didn't he? With his own yeah yeah because yeah. he I looked mean, he shocked. Surprised. I thought it was borderline that like I agree with that. Plus he was sort of fantasizing about her. <laughs> I thought there was like a sexual like tension I, weird tinge to it too, which was I, confusing to me. I didn't feel that. I felt it because just the way it played out, like she was so. I, I mean, it was like I a think... sensual hallucination. <laughs> Good one, Ronnie. Good one. <laughs> that, well, I think that's absolutely that's an extreme, extremely strong element of the Marilyn character, the Marilyn Marilyn Monroe as a person, as well as the character. And so, mm-hmm. I think that's that's definitely something that would be there. And right. he's already tried to seduce her. He's just seducing any everybody. All around, right. so that's Reaction part of his element. It was non-sexual. I think it was just more of it, everything was falling into place, and they were building that, you know, crux before Duval came in. You know, I think they mm-hmm. were building it up so that we were like, "Oh, this is Marilyn." And, well, oh, no, it's not. Cause what she's was here. odd and different about it was we never see Derek tongue-tied. He always that's had right. something to say. So when he was kind of stalling after that whole bit. I was like, oh my! I wonder what's going on. Is he falling for her? Is what is he thinking it's right now? <laughs> right, but I thought that was interesting. I thought that yeah. was the interesting part of it—that he was shocked and surprised mm-hmm. at his own reaction, and that he went into this reverie that he wasn't expecting. 
Right. I think it was like finally she got her chance to display her talents because mm-hmm. all the other times it was mm-hmm. Ivy, Ivy, you know, he was right. kind of shadowed by that. She was shadowed by that. Mm-hmm. And this was her chance. And so he was like, oh, where has she been all this there time? There it is. He, it was you like know? a there it is Yeah. Moment. And then it's it's almost like, oh, we shouldn't have called Madame Duval or whatever. Right. <laughs> Maybe there was some true. regret there, yeah. possibly. Mm-hmm. Because they kept giving the chance to Ivy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up at her door. <laughs> Derek shows up well, at her door. That's just another. Because there's no phone. In her nighty and, she was. And he can't get his um. Skype working. And so, <laughs> yeah, she's there you. in her Maryland nighty. And, and who doesn't check the door, though? She did, again, in New York pe- again, City. Again, with people not checking the door, right? She I mean, just, she with her back dope. turned, in her nighty. To the serial killer who's standing there with a knife and a chainsaw in his hand ready to kill her. Right? Well. Lucky her, it ends up being her lecherous director instead. Yeah, who did sexually harass her first yeah. time. Yeah. So, okay. Ridiculous. Implausible. But anyway, he comes in, he talks to right. her, and then leaves. And then there is the fight between Dev and Derek. That was really funny, though, when we were watching that part, because all three of us were shouting out different names of <laughs> no, who it could no. be at the door. I heard, like, Dev, I thought it was, RJ, and I was like, no, it's not. It's, I thought, I, for some reason, I knew it was going to be Derek. <laughs> but we were all I shouting know, different names at the screen at that time. I want to know what happened to the flowers. We, did, we didn't see. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. He fought, and then just <laughs> cut to the next. Well, because his face was sore. That yeah, beautiful, I, beautiful face of his look, was sore. That you, had flowers. I don't know. Last time I got punched in the face, I couldn't find the flowers either. Uh, so I, you I, know what I mean. I'm just flowers at the funeral. Continuity. Well, he dropped him. That's all. He dropped him. I thought it cut to when they were arguing already. They were inside, right? Karen and um, what's his name? Dad. I don't know. I Small point. Point. Minor point. Like, I don't care. Yeah. 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 Let's move along. Should we go to... I want to go on to Julia and Leo. Julia and Leo and Tom. There's... Frank. We can't really keep these too small. We have to hit everything on these shows. So Julia's sitting around with Leo. She's trying too hard with him. Mm -hmm. She's going, how's that grilled cheese? Is that really good cheese? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Most awesome, soon-to-be-divorced mom grilled cheese that you've ever had. (laughs) Yeah, trying too hard. And... um, you know, and and she's she's clearly struggling with the fact that her husband has left her. Right. And won't talk to her, but we'll talk, talk to, to the her. son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even takes his phone, tries to call. Yeah. I she's really believed too. her remorse this episode. Yeah. She, especially when she we saw her leaving the voicemail again. She again she was trying to dial her her husband, mm-hmm. and she was like in tears, and. I think she did a great job with this episode portraying the remorse. Because before I was like, this girl, no, she had she had fun. Like, she really liked that, yeah. that whole bit with Michael. But yeah. today you really got to see how bad she felt for what she did. And yeah. I was kind of relieved we didn't have to see Michael in this episode, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and he, he may never come back. I don't know. Because they fired him, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I was reading online today in blogs was people were talking about uh, a lot of the implausible ch- issues that are mm-hmm. in this show. And one of them was most implausible way for your husband to find out that you've been having an affair <laughs> through song lyrics right, sitting right. on the piano. 
and, and we said that last bedside. week too. Yeah, we, we did. And it. and whoever wrote this, which I thought was very funny, they said, well, "Why didn't he? Why didn't she just write an apology song and give that?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, actually. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! Gotta write that down. Yeah. Yeah. That happens in song in the show. Yeah. yeah. Except not enough sometimes. Although we had a bunch of songs. We're, we're going to get to songs. I don't know. Okay, so then that, that, that melds into Tom and Julia having their anniversary of their first mm. show opening ever. And right. and clearly that was paralleling for her, for Julia. The, you know, the, the union that she has with Tom was was paralleling the union that is breaking up with Frank right now. Mm-hmm. So they go to, the, well, first of all, they talk to the NYU student who's interviewing them <laughs> and citing Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. According to Wikipedia, That's funny. which I just thought was hilarious. Adorable. Cute, very him. cute and funny. <laughs> and then they go to the high school production of their play... That they wrote. That they wrote called The Three on three a Match. Something. Yeah, Three on a Match. Three on a Match. Which I think is a cute little tradition that they have. I think it's adorable. Yeah. And then they went back and they're sort of giggling in their seats at, well, at least Tom was having a good time with it. Tom had a great time this episode. Tom was fantastic. Let's talk about Tom a little bit. Honestly, he's my favorite character of the show. Again, this friend that I was talking to yesterday said the same thing. He was. It was very funny. This is very funny because here's how the conversation went. My friend, he's he's a writer. I said so. He a lot of times when he talks, he gestures and he talks whenever he goes. You know, like so. I was typing. Yeah, he was typing. So he always he always talks about. So I was reading the news the other day. You know, and he'll mime typing, and so (laughs) so he says to me, he goes. I, he, he goes, you know who my favorite character is? And he starts doing this, and I was like, don't tell me Ellis, because Ellis is the only person I can think of who types on the right. show. I go, Ellis? I hate it. We all hate Ellis. We can't hate We hate Ellis. And he was actually playing the piano. Uh, so he was oh, being so, Tom, not Ellis. Right. This is Ellis, this is Tom. <laughs> and so it was so funny, because I was just, it was yeah, kind of, and I was like, gesture. I clearly didn't get the gesture, because right. your keyboard was too small for me to be right. able to interpret. But it made me laugh. That's funny. So, uh, again, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, we were so, just talking about fantastic yes. this episode. <laughs> he's, he's hilarious. Charming. Talented. Talented. Yes. We funny. saw it when he did his number today. And how fantastic it was to see him like really break out and do a real yeah. number. Yeah. That was so much it was fun. favorite part. Me and Kendra were like, he should do that part yeah. in the yeah. musical. And I think that's what the panel was thinking you know yeah probably, and maybe. Derek and probably everybody there yeah. he did a really good job he did a fantastic job that song was called uh, Don't Say Yes Till I Finish Talking that was great I would watch that again cute funny you, know, you just want to see the towels fall off I know <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> I was actually thinking about how that would work when it did play off in stage because they kept pulling it over their heads, over, yeah. on their shoulders, pulling it, it off was, of their It was like several behinds. takes. I was watching the technical yeah. aspect of it. I was, <laughs> no, seriously. You were looking at was, the booties and that I, number. No, because no, that would be challenging. That would be challenging, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were going to do with the that. Jeans. Yeah. But yeah, great number. Really fun. <laughs> was the fun. couch in that number? His, there was no sofa. There no. was a massage table. That's, oh. There was a massage was table not. that did not has not shown up before for us. <laughs> maybe maybe Tom and Sam are going to... Never mind. No. I'm just going to stop there. Well, right, no, so let's, <laughs> let's just talk about that really quick. So Tom's boyfriend, the, gonna, the hot, cute lawyer the hot boyfriend, lawyer man. busts him about Tom... You know, having fe- having feelings. You have feelings yeah. for somebody. Okay, that was a terrible scene, right? And, well, yeah. and yeah, he didn't discover it through song lyrics, but he 
<laughs> Tom has this he newfound yeah, this newfound love for sports. The for the sports page. That, was, that was a really lame scene, I have to say. It was lame. Honestly, what is Tom thinking? He's got this amazing boyfriend who's extremely successful and attractive. But he doesn't have yeah, anything in common no, with him. That's Sam, true. He has more but of a connection But really, with he Sam. doesn't have anything in common with Sam. They've just got this... No, they have the connection. theater. Yeah. Oh. They have the theater oh, okay. connection. That- and remember, the sex was bad between the lawyer and Tom the first time. Remember? That'll do it, yeah. Remember? So, <laughs> bad sex, disagreement on politics, don't have anything in common. Don't. It is, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. They're cute. And that's really all there is. You can learn from him. Learn the sports. You know, he was trying to do research so he could talk to him the next day. <laughs> yes. Yes. He should just he should just dump cute lawyer man. Let him find somebody it who appreciates him It was funny when in more. the song he did the towel whip on um On Sam. Sam. Uh-huh. Of all the guys, we all noticed that, didn't mm-hmm. we? Didn't yeah. we? His little boy crush. It was good though. Um, but then, but just real quickly, the the end of the the anniversary was Tom and Julia out in the parking lot, and mm. and she reveals to him that Frank has left her. Um, and just before that, she had been incredibly rude, stormed to out the high school mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. and stormed out. Right, and rude to Tom. He was pretty much, you know, presenting. Them. Yeah, giving yeah. her accolades on the stage, and she he had a gift for her in front of all these people, and she just stormed, stormed out. out. And thankfully, he recovered, and you know, said and was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. The audience yeah. laughed with him. But I mean, if that were me, I would have been so hurt, yes. and I would have reacted the same way. Went outside, gotten mad, even you know, yelled at her, whatever, and told her, you know, that was not right. But it's yeah. understandable, I think. You know where I she don't is. Think so. Where, I well, mean, I think it's absolutely understandable. I think she could have yeah. held it together for another thirty seconds. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> understandable seconds. the way that she felt, and that's all she, you know, but not yeah, what she did. She okay, and then she starts to cry because she's devastated about her husband. They think she's crying because Tom just gave her an apron, and she's like, "I have to go. I'm crying." That yeah. was all she needed to no, do. Thirty she seconds. She's in the theater. She, she should be able to act. No, but she should have told him in advance. I, I'm not having a good night. Don't bring attention to me. You know, something. It shouldn't have been just. Mm. Yeah. I think. Well, I think it's understandable <laughs> okay. that she was going to feel that way, just I, not the way that she acted was. It was inappropriate. Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> was. It definitely was. But and there are a lot of different ways it could be handled. But then there would be no show. There would be no show. That's right. <laughs> it That's all what comes we say down for to everything. That. Thank yeah. you for finishing my thoughts. <laughs> yes, indeed. So let's talk about the show about Bombshell, Mara, the Marilyn Show. Mm-hmm. So the three songs that we heard tonight, or did we hear four? We heard Three on a Match, which is an original piece from Tom and Julia's. Mm-hmm. We heard Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson do Breakaway. The, the Breakaway. Mm-hmm. And, By Ivy. Uh, and the then one. Don't Say Yes Until I Finish Talking, which was Tom's number, and then Never Give All the Heart. For Karen's. Karen's song. song. And I think they'll be available on iTunes. I think every show has, you know, every... I think I it can tell you right now. Every episode, yeah. Never give all the heart and don't say yes until I finish talking are both available on iTunes. Cool. Yes. When Megan, the was, high school production one, not right. Yeah. Yeah. Darn! I wanted to download. Really that. counting on <laughs> with that one. When Megan was doing Breakaway, I was actually really sad watching that. Yes. Because hmm. she was again pouring her heart out, and you could tell she was she was so heartbroken about not still having the part in that. You know, she messed up last episode when yeah, she, she's a, she's in her a drunken bucket stupor. of crazy right now. Yeah, <laughs> but I felt so sorry for her during that scene when she was singing. Yeah, 
Kendra. Mm, I didn't. I, it's, it's <laughs> like That's just because you're team Karen. Ride or no. die, Karen over here. <laughs> we, we have opposing thoughts this, this episode. I didn't feel you just that. Didn't, no, it just didn't I, connect I didn't really for you. Have, no. And because the song, I like the song separate from mm-hmm. this show, but um, I, I think it's an inspirational song, so it's almost like she's optimistic about the future, I think. So I didn't feel bad. So, okay. Mm, you know, so like it was Because okay. Breakaway, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Could it I'm also not be. sing, but. <laughs> me neither. You know the lyrics. Right. <laughs> you could. N- no, I can't. Na-na-na-na-na. Not tonight. Na-na-na-na. No. <laughs> I'm a little phlegm challenge oh. today. <laughs> I know. That was more than anybody needed to know. <clears throat> I had I a lot of cheese yesterday. <laughs> Jeez. No, the other thing I was going to say was, do you think it could be because the song is so well known that that it's hard to put a different interpretation on it sometimes? Um, it could be, but I feel like other songs I, I was able to connect with. The yeah, character. but but a lot of the other songs I would I in my opinion a lot of the other songs that we've seen that are well known they they changed the the arrangement or they changed yeah. the you know something about it for this show that made it more different from the original and this was really kind of a straightforward interpretation yeah, of Kelly Clarkson. That's true. So maybe that's maybe that's part of it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't you know. Yeah. It just didn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then with the show, it was all about investors again. So Eileen meeting with investors, Ellis trying to, I don't know. (laughs) Get more investors. Well, that was interesting. He was trying to give her information about her bartender friend. Right. And she refused it. Right. I don't know why. I don't either. Is she afraid to, she feels like she has a good thing and Mm -hmm. she's like, "Eh, I can't. Probably another problem probably. because of her divorce and the, she's traumatized. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what it is. Because now she's got something know. good going, and she did, she doesn't know. want to find out that it might not be so good. I wanted, I wanted to, to know see what too. was in the folder. Me yeah, the too. one time Ellis. we wanted to hear Ellis say something, he doesn't. Give me the folder, Ellis. Yes. What's in there? It's true. It wasn't a thick folder, so maybe no, it, it wasn't. Was like it was one a, sheet. Maybe it was like a public record of some kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So we saw Eileen and the bartender kiss, though. I think Kendra is bucking to get a writing job on Smash because she's got got everyone's psychology all figured out. She's ready to write them all. He must have a rap sheet or something. Like something. Yeah, that that would be very... I would I could see yeah. that happening because he's kind of a gritty underbelly kind of guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's bartender bartender at the seven dollar martini bar. So. <laughs> you never know about his those bar people. is always empty during the day when she's talking there and she's giving all her deepest. Well, because they're respectable people, they don't drink in the middle of the day. <laughs> Unlike I like maybe some people do. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, so <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all taking their time walking to other people's houses because they don't have phones, they don't have right. phones. or oh, Skype. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost there. I can't tweet you because my phone's not working. <laughs> but, okay, so the investors. The, the, there was this couple yeah. who I, I really wish I had had the time to figure out who they were because they're... They've got money. That's all we know. No, I mean who the actors were because oh. they felt like to me they were maybe <laughs> maybe um, maybe pay, paying back a favor cameos. Maybe they were actual mm. investors. It was just because, again, I felt like they were caricatures. I th- felt they were very silly. There was the woman who was the sourpuss, you know, and the guy <laughs> who was the old, like, he looked like David Brown, actually, who was very, very famous and very successful um, Hollywood producer. But, um, but they, they just seemed so silly to me at the end there was that scene with uh, okay so then then we met 
Cro- Cobra. What was his name? Somebody Cobra. Cobra. Randy Cobra. Randy Cobra, played by Terrence Mann. Yes, Terrence Mann, who is a theater actor. So, Ter- so Randy Cohen, Cobra, Cohen, Cobra, <laughs> comes in and he's going to save the day. He's going to invest in the show. He's got his $7 million and the, the contracts all come out. Ellis comes in, gives the contracts to the sourpuss and her husband or partner, whatever he is, and someone else. And they're all going, well, wait, wait. And then Randy Cobra picks them all up, throws them in the trash and sets them on fire because he says, I don't want, you don't need their money. Mm-hmm. You've got my money. And I just felt like it was so silly. I just felt like it Mm-hmm. It was a completely ridiculous scene again. Yeah. Does anybody agree? That agree. one was a little out of place. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, mm-hmm. I was like, didn't they want everybody's money? Why can there only be one investor? I didn't yeah, get that. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Take it all. No, no, no. I'm not taking your seven million dollars. Run away. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. But Very again, you know, with the with the writing being a little comical unintentionally, and then some of the acting being a little comical unintentionally, I think they probably just wanted. You know they were greedy. They they wanted all the return or whatever. Whatever themselves. Yeah, mm. that's why they don't want to mix investors. Yeah, and I mean, the investors. And he's obviously not a traditional Broadway producer mm-hmm. investor, so yeah. that you know that's reason to maybe not want him there. But mm-hmm. it just seemed that just seemed silly to me. Um, th- but then we got to meet Rebecca Duval. Uma finally arrives from Cuba. Yes, finally. After Golly. fifty minutes of the episode, I was we were all well. I was we were fifty three yeah. minutes in before she showed up. Minutes. Mm-hmm. She had some trouble leaving Cuba. Yeah, I thought this was going to be the Uma episode. You know, like she was going to be there the whole time. There might be like a debacle or something, but she literally showed up, like you said, in the last five seven minutes. We saw her feet yeah. more than we saw anything. <laughs> her hair. The back of her we head. saw her and hair. Her, hair. <laughs> her shades and her little entourage. And her assistant. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like next week. We'll yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean, they need to right. They needed to bring mm-hmm. her in, but that'll be that'll be interesting to see her come in next week and what all's going to happen because it looks like she's not to talk about predictions too much. But she looks like she's stirring the pot. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uma is actually a great singer too and performer. I, Sorry, Uma I, is. Yeah, she her. is. She. Have you guys seen the producers? Yes. yes. She. I thought she was great. She in was that terrific movie. in that. Yeah. In her Swedish accent. Yes. <laughs> very funny movie. Very funny play musical. So right. So okay. And then the other thing is, is I want to talk just a little bit about the song "Never Give All the Heart." Because you, I think it was you, right? Who yeah. was just I loved it. Karen, loved right? it. You're talking about yes, Karen's, Karen's song? song at the end. Oh, that was beautiful. She was so it, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. If, and if you listen, I I got a little bit of this because I read about it a little this afternoon before before we saw the show. That the lyrics were talking about a poem, mm-hmm. and the poem is a Yeats poem, and or or the poet Yeats. I know a poem. He says, "Never give all the heart for love." Mm-hmm will hardly seem worth thinking of to passionate women if it seems certain and they never give all the heart. I think that's how it goes. I, there's a little more of it here. But it was it was so pretty. Mm-hmm. It was just a pretty, pretty song. And I thought it was a gorgeous showcase for her voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I love about her, she doesn't have to belt for it to be something magical. She's just, I, I can't, her voice is like angelic. And, I was thinking the same thing because I I think that's why I was always Team Karen Um, (laughs) (laughs) because she just has that silky voice and I feel like 
Ivy was kind of just pushing too hard. She was always belting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and you know, that's that's two. Those are two legitimate versions of Marilyn. Absolutely. But I just prefer the silkier. You know, more a little more subtle. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It was just her delivery. She didn't have to try very hard, but it was just a beautiful um, interpretation of that song. I predict that's going to be a huge download for iTunes yeah. and and a yeah. really big. That's going to be like me song. downloading it over and over yeah. again at home. Sarah, I'm going <laughs> to put it on this device. device. Now I'm going to put I'm it on this I'm ready to perform it next week for you all. Okay. You have up to five. Great. We're ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're you ready. heard it here first. That was an That's exclusive. That's it. That was an exclusive. Oh, Sarah's going to no, sing next I'm week. Retracting. <laughs> Tammy first. We'll get I'll do, I'll do backup for you. I'll make sure I don't have any dairy Chorus. for a week. You'll so bring I'll bring the throat coat. There we go. Okay. We've got it I'm gonna all covered. I'm going to bring a recorder that I'm going to play in lip sync to. <laughs> well, I think that we should maybe take a break here and then talk about a little news in a minute. Is that cool with you guys? Cool yeah. with me. Okay, let's do it. Let's take a break. After Buzz TV. <laughs> Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. want to buzz about. Oh, sorry. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unmuted you, Kendra. So this yeah, is. I like, I like that though. So mellow. So I have a little. I have a little news, ladies. Are you with me? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> what are you? sorry. It's, it's late. It's okay. It's always you. late on yeah, it is okay when I do it because I'm on the one side of the table. You guys are on the two side. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I just wanted to. So I have some news and then I have some just sort of insight. The character that Tom was playing when he was singing the song. Don't say yes until I finish talking. Mm-hmm. Was Daryl Zanuck, who you've probably heard of? He was a very famous Hollywood producer. He was nominated for, gosh, it looks like twelve Academy Awards. One wow. for out, uh, How Green Is My Valley, Gentleman's Agreement, All About Eve. Uh, his most recent nomination was 1962, so he's he hasn't been around for a while. But he was quite famous for having had meetings with you know with underlings in steam rooms and things like that so that's why this that's why the scene was happening with the, the towels. towels because he liked to intimidate people and you know throw them off their game on things like that oh. and hmm. he wrote a biography or there was a biography written about him in 1971 that was called don't say yes till i finish talking hmm. so that's where that that's came from and he carries his cigar into the steam room apparently he did <laughs> Not anymore, because he's not alive anymore. I mean, he did. But yes, apparently he used to. Yeah. 
Also, I see that Smash could be heading to Broadway. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine about two weeks ago, and the the network has secured the rights to make the television show into a Broadway musical. So that could happen. There are no plans for it. They're still Mm -hmm. really, I think, probably very concerned about actually getting through the second season of Smash on TV before they can. But, you know, we've talked about this from the beginning, haven't Mm -hmm. we, about they're Mm -hmm. doing all the work. Why don't you make it into a musical, right? Right. Yeah, I read the same thing, and I think it was uh, one of the producers was saying, you know, they're trying to focus on the day job. And, right. and 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 that bombshell is not fully fleshed out yet, so it, it's you know still kind of an idea, I think. Right. right. Well, and they obviously have some of the songs, but but actually putting a story around that is mm-hmm. a very very big job. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you can you can do it all simultaneously. Right. You know, create a television show and mm-hmm. a Broadway musical. Unless the they time. get somebody out, you know, outside to pick it up. Definitely. I'm sure, people are interested. Of course, yeah. of course, and like they've always been saying from the very beginning, it's probably been tried a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see what didn't work. Or maybe, maybe learn off of it. But now it'll a... probably have more traction since we've got this TV show that's, you know, promoting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say maybe they'll do like a, you know, like a competitive show. A smash bombshell. A smash project. American Idol example. type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. It would be. I think I was reading that they already sort of have like a smash project musical project oh really for high schools putting on I don't know I need to read the details more (laughs) but it's a contest for kids who are putting on a musical it's not I don't Uh, think it's Maryland based it's mm -hmm. just musicals but maybe something like a spinoff you know who can put on the best Maryland it's a great idea. I show. mean, obviously, the, the the musical shows really work, and there, there are lots and lots of talented kids out there who would be very willing to get mm-hmm. into that. So mm-hmm. it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about Ellis, mm. our nemesis. <laughs> According to several news sources, we aren't the only ones who are sick of Ellis. Mashable listed the nasty and ridiculous Ellis as the most hated character on television. And he's been noted in Twitter feeds as the most annoying character on TV. Also, I wish he would get hit by a bus. And of course, we have my favorite, send him to prison in Cleveland. So (laughs) We've got our picture up here. Tell about where you found that. Yeah, so there's this article on Mashable. Mm -hmm. Um, They give you a link to where you can create a meme like this for Ellis. Uh, and this one says, you know, pond scum, and it has a picture of Ellis, and it gives you the option to create your own little meme. So you can change the text right. all around you him. You can change the text around him, making fun of this guy because he's such a scum of the earth type. He really person. is. Yeah. Pond, yes, pond scum. I say yes to pond scum. <laughs> yes, you are, Ellis. Now get fired. <laughs> go to Cleveland. Go to prison in Cleveland. <laughs> do whatever it is you do, but don't do it here anymore. <laughs> that is all the news and gossip I oh, have. Do you have any? Oh, I you do. You do. I'm sorry. You forgot. You have the ratings. Yeah, yes. the, the ratings from last week uh, for Smash were 2.2 over 5 in the 18 to 49 um, mm-hmm. age group. Demo. So it was 6.1 million viewers overall, and they say that it was up a tick versus last uh, the previous week. Yeah. That's so, good. Yeah. So that's good news. I also was reading that um, Catherine McPhee was talking about how the show really kind of starts to, you know, really kind of Pick up. gallop to the end, uh, which happens a lot. You know, what, I mean, wait, what does it do? Yeah, what? <laughs> 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 uh, that's kind of shorthand for me and my writer friends. We always go, you know. <laughs> 
So yeah. yeah. So she was saying that it's going to start picking up from here because because we're really racing to the finish, mm-hmm. and so hopefully we'll enjoy it, the episodes a lot like I we got, have today. Yeah, I got that from the previews. It seems like a lot. More. Yeah. So let's go into predictions. Let's talk about predictions. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV. Next week's episode is called The Movie Star. Hmm. So it's going to be all about Uma. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we have... Do we know about the songs that are coming up next week? I don't think so. I don't think we know yet. Uh, there is one called A Thousand and One Nights that is Karen and Rebecca singing together. Oh, that's wow. I don't know if that's coming next week, but it's coming in the future sometime. Huh. So what do you have for a prediction? There's so much going on that it's it's hard to just narrow it down. But I think... Um, well, we, well, I think it's obvious what re, it's Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca Duval, Duval right? as her character name. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of obvious that she's going to, you know, stir, stir things up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and be a diva. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to trickle down to Karen and Ivy. I'm not sure how they're going to handle it, but um, they'll be interesting to see. Yes, I think things will get. I think my main prediction is that I think things will get a little more complicated with Dev, RJ, Karen, the, the, that triangle. Mm. And I, I'm a little worried mm-hmm. about that. Do you think no, I'm, I'm worried about you next You're, hurt, you're concerned about me <laughs> yeah. my feelings. We may have to take you, you. Do you, you actually up off think the they'll cross the line? <laughs> Thank you. That's sweet and do something. Can, right? I appreciate I that. I it's, it's tough. <laughs> it's a long time coming. <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know. I don't think it'll happen next episode, but I think it's it's on its way to yeah. happening. Let's hope not. I think it, uh, yeah, I think it not, might be. It might be. Yeah. He's going to break my heart. I just know he is. I know he is. Achy, breaky. <laughs> Where, Kendra, can we find you in the world? Oh, uh, Twitter at Kendra Cavasel. That's K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-V-A-S-E-L-E. Same as my website. Yay. And you, Miss Sarah? At Sarah Mendoza, and that's Sarah with an H. <laughs> and Ronnie? You can find me uh, at Ronnie Junior Media on Twitter and right here at After Buzz all the time. All the Doing time. all these shows. And it's funny because I'm getting more and more interested in other shows that I... Like I was talking to Tamara, like Game of Thrones is now sort of drawing me in because we do a great Game of Thrones after show. Just like you guys with Smash, you guys take me there. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And yeah. my other little note is, of course, iTunes. We want the comments. We want the ratings. We want all that good stuff. We've got some uh, l- good commenters on mm-hmm. our end. Yeah. yeah, keep writing yeah, in. Yeah. Keep writing yeah. in. We, we love hearing know. from you. Uh, you can find me at Tamara Berg on Twitter and... <laughs> TamaraCentral.com is my website. So uh, that's it for this evening. We will see you next week for Smash. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 